you drinking? Cokey? Coconut water. Yeah. Real coconut nice. water. As opposed to fake coconut water. Yeah, they make that. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brother vs. Brother, the podcast where two brothers compete for your favor. Perfection. Episode 20. We made it. My name is Andrew. I'll be your host this week. And my co-host or my co-anchor is... Co-guy. What's your name? <laughs> My name's Nick, and I'm coming to you from Boulder, Colorado. This week, we are talking about freelance versus getting a job. What should you do? Or just jobs. Just jobs in general. That's our topic. We're both... I'm a freelancer, currently. Nick, are you employed by anybody at this I moment? I am employed. You are employed? Yes. Is it good employment? Is it solid? I mean, it's solid. It's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. What did you want to do when you were a child, a wee baby on, on mom's knee, mom or dad's uh, knee? I wanted to be a professional soccer and basketball player. Oh, very realistic. Very aspirational. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Steve Nash. No, sorry. Kyler Murray, uh, the dude... Got is the is going to be the first person to get drafted uh, in the first round of two pro sports leagues in the U.S. Oh yeah, good for yeah. him. What a champ! What would you do? Would you do baseball or football? Baseball. I think I'd do football. Get if you had that ability. Like some F. You could get pegged in the face by baseball and die. Any day could be your day, yeah, bro. But you're not taking hits after hits after hits. Practice included. What is the, he's a running he's back? He's a quarterback. Right? Quarterbacks. Time. I mean, matter. you just gotta take care of yourself. That's a good. That's right. a. That's a. That's a debate. position where you can Another survive. Debate. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. What do you want to be when you grow up? Also, I wanted to be a ninja turtle. I want to be Leonardo. Eat mad Domino's. With I want to be a ninja, bro, and just go around and stop bad guys. Well, you're in the perfect city for it. Yeah. Although crime has gone down considerably in New York. Yeah, crime is crime is down. And employment is up, except it's going back down at the end of this year. Nick, do you know what the employment rate for the U.S. was in January of 2018? Employment rate? The unemployment rate, sorry. Oh. According to the National Conference of State Legislatures. I'm just going to go with the hard guess here at 4.1%. You're cheating. <laughs> Cheater. Cheater, hands on fire. That's how the saying goes. Yep. Yep. And then it dipped. It dipped down in September to what? Since you're looking at the statistics, you I'm cheater, not looking cheater. At the statistics that Pumpkin I just eater. came up with that one off. No, you didn't. Stop lying. Um, I'm gonna go with a guess of September unemployment was it went down three point seven percent to three point seven percent. Yeah. Wow. You must be uh, looking at it. Wow. <laughs> But then the year ended in December, obviously, as it always does. And what was the unemployment rate 3. then? Three point nine percent went back up. Just three point nine percent. It's going back up. So get your jobs now while you can before it goes back up. Sure. Yeah. This kind of has to do with it. Do you know what the student debt per person is about? Uh, no, I don't. Per person, it is about thirty nine thousand four hundred dollars. Down payment on a house. It's a good down payment on a house, depending on where For you sure. are. But in in terms of student debt, guess how much Americans own or owe to whoever. 
uh, a lot. A lot. And a lot is one point. It's almost one point five trillion dollars. Wow. You know how many zeros that is? Mm, twelve. Yes. You counted. You're cheating how again. Much? Billion is nine. Trillion is twelve. You're cheating. Cheating. Right. Cheating. You should be on a Dora the Explorer episode. That is no relevancy <laughs> in this conversation. So obviously the professional soccer or what was it basketball player? Yeah. Those those didn't work out. So um, what did you what did you get into? What did you grow up to be? Not that you're grown up. So I I went to school undergrad. I got in a degree in creative advertising, specifically copywriting, and then I went back to school graduate school and got a degree in creative brand management. So it's a different avenue of advertising. Can you explain what you do? I attempt to help build brands. Uh, I was an account manager for a couple years at uh, different advertising agencies. Um, so just managing creative teams and client teams. Not on the creative side, more on the client side. It wasn't what I went to grad school for. Uh, so I'm, I am reevaluating my career choice or just not career choice, but like the avenue of branding that I want to go into. Professional flatulator over here. Cool. So you were at an ad agency, but now you're at more of a a brand, clothing brand, right? Working at a clothing brand, uh, just working retail, but also doing a bit of freelance work for them. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. You're a client manager and an employee. Yes. So uh, I, I chose the more creative side. We both uh, we both went into advertising a little bit, but uh, I chose the more creative side of it. I, I make marketing materials. I'm a visual designer. I've done print materials. I've done uh, digital campaigns, video, storytelling, a whole bunch of everything. That's I think that's the problem with uh, marketing and advertising today is that I think everybody expects you to do like five different jobs. Mm-hmm. So you you have to be a social manager, social media manager. You have to create the pictures. You have to uh, tell an overall story. You have to deal with clients and you have to just be generally awesome like I am. Good for you, dude. If you're looking for a campaign, hit me up. AndrewJTheArtist.com. I'm looking for a campaign. What are you looking for? I'm looking for you to get on these nuts. <laughs> My little brother, everybody. No, don't include that. No, it's going in. Um, yeah, so uh, how's your transition going? Is it going well as a freelancer and, and an employee kind of? So I'm, I'm not getting paid a lot. Which, you know, whatever. Well, does Boulder have a lot of uh, creative uh, creative areas or creative people out there? For sure. Uh, a lot of it's in tech, and I uh, that's not really something I want to go into. Uh, why not? Why don't you text where the money's at these days? I mean, even though I just said I'm not making a lot of money, it's not about the money for me. It's about being okay. fulfilled in my career, and I 
most people who listen probably know I, I am very environmentally focused and that's where that's an aspect of the job that I want to focus on either at an apparel company or um, like working for a nonprofit. Oh, okay. Are there a lot of nonprofits out there's there? There's a few, yeah. There's more in Denver. There's a lot in New York and there's a lot in D.C. Mm-hmm. where I used to mm-hmm. be. I used to work for a nonprofit. I wore many hats there. So be ready. If you're getting into the creative field, anybody who's our first listener, stop burping. Jesus. Professional flatulator over there. If that was a job, I'd be really good at it. Yeah. Would you be... Uh, <laughs> What would be your dream job now? Now that you're almost thirty, what would you, would you, what would you reevaluate? I think starting in apparel. Because I think I think the the soccer ship has yeah, sailed. Sure. No, I think it, I've I've been thinking about it since college. Like starting an apparel brand would be really really cool. So I'm still kind of in that vein. Um, my tastes have obviously changed. So yeah, I've I've always aspired to to start a. Uh, an apparel company, I think that would still be very cool. Probably, yeah, that's my dream job. Have you ever read the book One Hundred Dollar Startup? Yeah. It's a good book. That that'll it's a good map to just basically it it tells you to start it. Yep. And then and then everything will fall into place. You don't have to have a, a solid concept, I guess. You can you, you can be more liquid, and then you could mm-hmm. fill it in along the way. Yeah, I think that's how, I think that's how a lot of brands get started. I feel like apparel brands, mm-hmm. grassroots type deal. Yeah, I think that's you just got to grow your audience. I mean, brands are all about audiences. So sure. custom ink, some shirts, you know, and hats. Whatever. Whatever. So, Nick, you're obviously, you know, you're still not as employed as you would like. You're not at the level you would like. Are you still looking for jobs? Are you on LinkedIn? Are you? Yeah, I'm looking for jobs. I have been going pretty heavy in the LinkedIn sphere. Yeah. Mostly just like making connections with people at other apparel companies and trying to talk to them and set up like a phone call just to... Talk about what they do and how they started their brand, that type of thing. Cool. And have you gone to any like conferences or networking events or anything? Uh, I went to Outdoor Retailer in November, which was really cool. Nice. But there's not, other than that, there's not like huge networking events around the area. Yeah, I think you got to go to California or New York, or New York yeah. up here or something. Yeah. LinkedIn has been very beneficial and, and, just connecting with people. Guess what I did over the past weekend? Uh, what did you do? So Devorah, uh, my fiance for any first listeners, she bet me that I couldn't do 275 applications in one weekend. And she bet me a boosted board, which I'll hopefully have soon. For anybody who doesn't know, a boosted board is an electric skateboard that can go up to 20 miles per hour, which I'm pretty excited for. Which, spoiler, freaking made it! 275 <laughs> applications. That's a very specific number. Why Why did... 
dev land on that number? It was like 150 mm-hmm. on Friday, but then on Friday I had like 50 applications already. So we up, up we agreed to up the All ante. Right. So I did 275 over the whole weekend. Damn, it was a very boring weekend, but she was a, a little under the weather. So it gave me a good excuse to just, just sit at the computer and, 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 and do it. That's yeah. a, a very nice gift. Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to get, she tried to gamify it for That's me. Very nice. So I appreciate it. She's a good fiance. Do a bet with her and she's, she has a job. I know, but a different bet. Uh, yeah. We, we, we gamify a lot of things like exercise and, Sex. and, uh, no, no sex. We don't gamify that. You can't compete at sex. You're just enjoying it. All right, this is weird. Sorry. I I shouldn't have gone there. Yeah, gross. You're disgusting. I apologize. So, yeah, 275 applications. That's good, dude. Uh, so I've, I've, I've actually gotten some Nibbles. Uh, phone calls since then, and uh, we'll see where it goes. I'll keep everybody posted. Oh, yeah, dude, and most of those were through LinkedIn. Yep. It was, I mean, they, it was either all through LinkedIn or Glassdoor.com. Glassdoor is another good resource for anybody looking for a job right now who's, uh, I would say Glassdoor is probably geared toward creative jobs. Oh, really? They're, they're pretty good. I, I would say so. Hmm. It's not like just creative jobs, but they have a lot on there. So, so anyway, so it was either LinkedIn or like they pushed me to their mm-hmm. website or mm-hmm. whatever, Glassdoor. So just a ton of, resumes and jobs and there's a million of creative jobs in new york so if you're creative get your ass up here so now you can you'll have fun with boost to all your uh i can boost uh more job applications now all my interviews i can boost i can boost there oh yeah across the bridge sweet speaking of linkedin we're going to kick it to our sponsor and we'll be right back hey we're linkedin basically professional facebook but don't post any dick pics because we got professionals and we're all professionals. Get a job here, find it with LinkedIn, get connected. And we're back with the ending of episode 20. Not ending, just second half. The second half of episode 20. Uh, For such a small podcast, we have some pretty big advertisers and... We're not really we seeing do. any of those doolers. Come on, advertisers. What the F? Yeah. Uh, Nicholas, so we've both done, uh, we've both been freelancers mm-hmm. and we've both been employed. Our debate this week is, is it better to be a freelancer or is it better to be employed? Like an on-site employee. Have you ever been a, uh, a telecommuter nope. employee? Nope. No. Always in person. Cool. Okay. Is it better to be a freelancer or an on-site employee? And what would your argument be? So pros and cons to both. Yeah. In my current situation, just steady employment, on-site employment would be tight because you get health insurance. That's like the main... Well, that's a big point for all Americans these days. Yeah, true. Even employees now are having trouble with that. Yeah. But every every little bit helps for well, sure. No, just working. I had I had to get surgery last year and health insurance like saved my ass. So that's I think that's probably the biggest benefit to being an employee of a large company. Yeah. Because otherwise that job was not enjoyable and like once you get into a huge company, it, the wheels of industry are 
are already in place and like as a as a entry level employee like you don't have any say you're just you're doing bullshit so yeah do you think do you think employers expect a little bit too much out of their entry level employees yeah depends yeah. i mean you just you do a lot of shit work dirty work and yeah that's just the the state of of the game yeah so you got to grow grow from the bottom mm mm-hmm. mhm do you think a lot of these CEOs who get major payouts and stuff, do you think they all grew from the bottom or do they? No, because I, um, some of them may, but I think their greed wouldn't be as large or as expansive as it is if they had grown from the bottom and they knew the trials and tribulations of the, the, the little man. Yeah, try to grow your network and then you'll get a CEO position. That's how oh, you yeah. do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. It's all it's all about who you know. That's what yeah. I that's what everybody keeps telling me. Yeah. Uh so you've been a freelancer. Did you enjoy how do you enjoy your freelance time? So I, I currently really dig having flexible employment. Yeah. Because during ski season at least, like it's really nice to not have to go skiing on the weekends. I have the option to go skiing on the weekdays, so that's a lot of fun. Um, because just traffic and less less people. But you also have more flexibility. You can work wherever you want. You can um, choose the clients that you want, but you got to make enough money to pay the bills. Yeah. Do you make enough money to pay the bills? Collectively among my sources of income, yes. I do sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'm still looking. I'm still growing. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a hustle. It's a hustle game. So is employment, though, I feel like. For sure. I mean, once you get employed, you have to work your ass off and you can't. Some people, I mean, some people take advantage of it, but that that means that other people are picking up the slack for them, unfortunately. Yeah. Now, if you're in a big company, you can hide. I, I work for both a, um, a company that had like 350 employees in the office and then one that had 12 employees in the office. And you can get away with a lot in the larger office. Yeah. But in the smaller office, like you're really held accountable and you got to take care of what's on your plate. Yep. Just got to get down to business. My experience with uh, freelance has been actually, it's been going pretty well. I've been, uh, I also freelance when I did have a, a steady employment at the Prevent Cancer Foundation. But since moving to New York, I've, I've picked up a couple clients here and there. And, and, you know, it is a hustle. It is, it is tough, but um it's doable Mm -hmm. it's definitely possible you can make people make a living off of it it's i mean it's an important part of the economy just uh just hustling and trying to make it happen with clients and employees but i would recommend for anybody looking to go freelances maybe you uh do a couple years experience at a big firm or you know advertising or something and then you strike it out on your own when you when you possibly have uh some more experience and, you, and maybe you can pull a client or two, a big client or two from, uh, from them. It's, it's way harder to freelance in my, like in account management, brand management rather than graphic design, yeah. just because they want a permanent position of like account manager, or brand manager. So for sure. Yeah. Um, I found that it's harder to 
Yeah. Well, you could do like a percentage base or something that's that's they pay you off of sales. It's kind of like a salesperson where you get a percentage of your sales or something like that. I feel like for your position, creatives, you just have to do it project by project. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that. There's uh, I mean, yeah, there's pluses and minuses to everything. But what would you say is is the best? Let's say let's say. 10 years down the line we both have uh we both have all the experience we need would you would you go freelance or would you stay as as a high a high employee in somewhere 20 20 years down the line let's go even further and you were and you were like uh a director or something like client director or something it's hard to say it depends on like your financial situation and your home life well let's say everything's hunky-dory would you what would you would you want to be freelance would you do you have that desire to be out on your own or would you do you like the structure of uh of a of a company or something like that i like the structure of a company but no i okay so i like the structure of a company uh that kind of gives me Guidance, I guess. Yeah, it gives me guidance. Do you like, so you like being told what to do or do you like, you have to develop it yourself? It's, it's just freelance really isn't an option in my line of work. I mean, client side sales is, that could be anything. That could be a whole bunch of stuff. So I think you could, I think you could make a go of freelance if you have enough experience or something. It's just way harder to go freelance. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I would want to go freelance after if all was, said and done and i had enough experience i would go i would definitely jump at it in a heartbeat freelance so i which i which i'm doing now but uh obviously i still have a long way to go before i'm like need more experience i'm good at it yeah i'm i'm the ideal candidate if i could be a photographer freelance photographer i think that's like the ideal freelance position and and then like being freelance affords you flexibility to travel and we gotta make enough money to travel though you can work wherever i mean that's that's what's nice about freelance well you can do that though you can do photography i mean eventually i i couldn't make money at it right now you gotta gear is expensive though if you're gonna be the true photographic genius you gotta be uh you gotta get the right Mm -hmm. gear for Mm -hmm. sure which is you know that's important tools of the trade are always uh, a big part of the job for sure no matter where you are working construction or creating uh visual storytelling it's important it is what are the tools what are some of the tools you use on the job and what yeah Do you use any kind of tools or is it all yourself in whatever job you're in? Uh, By tools, you mean like Illustrator? Is that what you you use? Yeah. Like I would use Adobe Suite. So like Keynote is is probably, yeah, Keynote is the biggest tool. Presentations, stuff like that. What's that? So you're a pitch, you pitch things? Yeah, I did. I did some of that at my old job. Uh, okay. Well, keynote is a is a slideshow, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's just like making presentations, telling it, telling a, a good story, um, regardless of of what the content is. That's what kind of I'm about. All said and done, you would stay. You would probably more than likely stay at a at a good position at a high. A high good position than than go freelance. I mean, if that's where I'm at, I'm I again I'd I'd love to start my own apparel company, but like if that's if it's something that I built, then yeah, I would stay in in like a leadership role. I guess I don't I don't know. 
This is all very hypothetical. Well, you know, hopefully that's where life takes us. You got to grow and excel. If I could be a freelance photographer, I think that'd be really cool. Like a travel photographer. All right. That'd be yeah. fun. You could start your own blog, you know. Uh, called? Your own travel blog. Adventures with Guy. Nick's niceties. There you go. go. That's why I'm the brand manager. There you are. Uh, yeah, I think I would go freelance if if all is said and done. I love I love the flexibility. I love. I'm more of a you know just give me deadlines and I'll and I'll hit them. But until then, leave me alone. I'll talk to you if I need to. I'll keep all the communication lines open. But if you want to change something, but, you don't want someone over your back. But yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Not I don't design. I don't design well. I don't uh, think well when when someone's looking over my shoulder. So. Designed by committee is never a good do you work better at night or do you work uh better during the day i'm more of a night guy too so that's why i like freelance more i think i i I think i have my best ideas at night when my brain is rest is before it goes to sleep or something um i can do both um what a cop out uh, i mean oftentimes if if i need to work on something that's due at like 11 a.m I'll do some legwork, like if I'm putting it to last minute, I'll do some legwork at night and then I'll wake up early. So I guess I'm more of a morning. More of a morning yeah. person, yeah. Yeah, if I need to, I'll try to get it done before coffee. Before I go to bed. Yeah. Coffee's bad for you. No, it's not. Yeah, we went over this in episode two or three. I forgot which one it was. But anyways, speaking of episodes, episode 11, Beef and Brothers. Is a beef episode. Um, Nat Geo just published uh, an article today that eating meat has dire consequences for the planet, says report. So by 2050, the global population is going to increase to 10 billion people. And we don't have, obviously, the resources to feed that many people. And under the report's conclusions, meat, sugar... And dairy consumption around the world should drop by 50%. Whoa, that's a lot. So go go plant-based. I'm, I'm just going to continue spewing my... Your liberal media nonsense. My liberal agenda. I guess, it, no, it's not... I, yes, it's liberal, but it's it's a environmental agenda. It's dire. The dire, the dire media... That's what that's what you should call environmental it. Environmental agenda. Yep, totally. All right, everybody. Well, uh, as always, you can find us at brotherversbrotherpod.com. That's our main place. You can you can find our email there uh, and listen to all our episodes, or hit us up on the Instagram, which is brotherversbrother underscore podcast. That's a good one to reach us at make sure you uh throw some likes our way we always like likes i love likes love likes. social currency bro gotta get those likes it's the way of the future uh please hit us back on that website that website is brother brotherpod.com you can reach us there at our email and you can suggest a episode we haven't had many suggestions recently so uh if you could either su- either suggest us at our email brother verse brother podcast at gmail.com so send us a message send us how we're doing we like that kind of stuff we haven't got one in a while since the new year and uh we would appreciate it we're starved for likes you know 
it's it's important. Also, if you could rate and subscribe at the iTunes store or however you listen to this podcast, uh, that would really help us. That would help us a lot. Also, rate and subscribe my mustache. No one likes your mustache. Says you. Yeah. No no one likes your mustache. Mm -hmm. Tinder doesn't like your mustache, and that's saying something. I'm not on Tinder and Bumble, so... Exactly. You got off because you were shunned. You were ex- <laughs> excommunicated. You were excommunicated by the Tinder gods. Yeah, I'm just no. I'm just anti-social media. So please reach us at those locations, or keep on listening and love everybody and be brothers to each other, brotherly love. Everybody love everybody. Bye everybody. Bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>